Mike Flegelman. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The fan. WFAN. Let's do a show, shall we? Good Sunday morning to you, New York City, as we turn the clocks over to Sunday now, the 19th of November. It's Mike Flegelman with you. Fleegs on the fan. Thank you, Paulie Rosenberg. As we say goodbye to him, though, I'll see him again in like 12 hours in Astoria. Uh, good morning to Rami Lavi as he will be running the board screening calls for us tonight. Manny Rodriguez has the updates at the top of every hour, as you just heard. And we're here until 4 a.m., 877-337-6666. The phone number to call where, as I was just joking with Manny before the update, uh, because as a Giants fan, he couldn't believe there are Jets fans who at any point wake up and say, ah, oh, Zach Wilson played well in his most recent game or any game. But I assured him, oh, they are real. They are the opposite of spectacular. And I'm going to be arguing with them over the course of the next few hours. And that's where we'll begin because Sunday in Buffalo is the beginning of really a two-game last stand for the New York Jets in 2023 for this season. They're four and five, a team that should have a better record, but they don't because they have one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. And annoyingly, because the Giants are tanking, and we will get to them, and playing Tommy DeVito, an undrafted rookie, with the direct purpose of losing every football game, I can't call Zach Wilson the worst quarterback in the NFL. So Zach Wilson is the second worst quarterback in the NFL. And as the Jets get ready for these two games that will decide whether or not they are playing for anything into December, that's later today against the Bills, and then Black Friday when they host the Miami Dolphins, this last-ditch effort to win at least one of these games and stay in the wild-card hunt. You would need both to stay in the division. That's not happening. Even the most optimistic, delusional Jets fan, I don't think, is still holding on to that dream. But winning one is still on the table Especially going into this Buffalo game because the Bills, as you've seen the last few weeks, ever since they got back from London really, are a flawed football team dealing with injuries on defense. They're the kind of team that a competent quarterback could exploit their weaknesses, no Matt Milano, no Trey White, and put up some points and maybe go win this football game. But Zach Wilson is not a competent quarterback. Zach Wilson hasn't had a legitimate touchdown drive in a month and a half. We're going back to the October 1st game against the Kansas City Chiefs. The other touchdown since then, one play on a drive. And the pass in that sequence was a little dump off to Brees Hall right around the line of scrimmage. And as we sit here and we've spent the last few weeks trying to assign blame for why the Jets are in this position where they are desperately trying to just hold on to a season to keep hope alive that if Aaron Rodgers can come back at some point in mid to late December, that they're still relevant, playing meaningful football games and fighting for a playoff spot. And is this a Zach Wilson problem? Is it Robert Sala? Is it Nathaniel Hackett? Is it Joe Douglas? I've been alleging for quite some time that I pin the blame, obviously on Zach Wilson because he's the player. So from that aspect of it, you know, there's, Maybe areas where Sala and Hackett could be a little bit better. There is nothing anybody can do. There is nothing even divine intervention can do to help Zach Wilson play quarterback in the NFL. It is a lost cause. He is shot. He is useless. He is terrible. He is a disaster. And 
if you try to argue otherwise and come up with the, oh, well, let him throw on first down or, oh, play all this and that and the nonsense, you're an oxygen thief. Shut up and stop stealing it from the rest of us. Enough. Like, there are most sports topics. There's a lot of gray area. This one's black and white. Zach Wilson can't play football in the NFL. We don't even know if Zach Wilson would have been able to play at a legitimate college. Guy went to BYU. Who cares? It was an awful pick at the time. Never been defensible for him to play, and he's never shown that he belongs. He's shown glimpses of having talent and upside. He has never shown that he belongs as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And when I look at the blame, I blame the owner. And the actions, we started to get hints of it, at least publicly, with Robert Sala now a couple weeks ago when he pleaded the fifth in the radio interview and why Trevor Simeon can't get a shot. It is clear to me now, and this involves both football teams locally, but we'll start with the Jets, that this is a decision, uh, excuse me, this is a decision coming from the very top, because if Robert Sala thought his job was on the line, if the Jets continue to lose football games, as they're going to do with Zach Wilson a quarterback. Because, again, Zach Wilson can't play quarterback. If he thought there was a chance he was going to get fired for losing these games with Zach Wilson a quarterback, even if he didn't necessarily think the other options were going to be better, he would make a change just to try and find out. Now, I think Robert Sala is smart enough to know, and he's a defensive coach. And we always joke that maybe the defensive coaches don't know a ton about offense, but defensive coaches, if they're good, and he is a good defensive coach, what they know about offense is how to stop it. And when Robert Sala watches Zach Wilson in a game with his hands over his face or with his hands on his knees, bent down, the exasperated looks, I'm sure when he watches the film, what Robert Sala probably thinks is, I would do anything to face this kind of quarterback because he stinks. Robert Sala knows he has a better chance of putting together a competent offense, you know, one that could go less than a month and a half with you know, a scoring, a touchdown drought. And he knows that he has better options. He is sticking with Zach Wilson because that is being mandated to him. That's coming down from above. Robert Sala is not making a quarterback change because one of or both of his bosses don't want him to make a quarterback change. Robert Sala right now is trying to, obviously, yes, win football games, keep this season alive, but on a grander scale, keep this job for next year when he knows what the Jets do going into the season, which was true, and unfortunately for them, did not play out this way, that if they had a healthy Aaron Rodgers, this team had as good a chance as any in the AFC to compete for a Super Bowl appearance. Because, as we've learned with the AFC this year, a lot of really, really good teams, no standout, great, break-free-from-the-pack teams. So, one, your priority is always kind of job security anyway. But, two, there is a main focus to be here next year. Be here next year with Aaron Rodgers hopefully healthy, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson in their third years, whatever improvements the team can make 
around the roster. This includes the offense and the defense with a first-round pick that they'll now have because Rodgers is out for, I'm still going to say, the entire season. Whatever trades they could make, whatever money they could spend on free agents, a defense that isn't going to lose anybody and maybe could gain some people. This is a team that had a two- to three-year window that's now looking at a one- to two-year window. And Robert Sala wants to be part of it. And if Robert Sala thought there was a chance he was going to get fired for continuing to lose games the rest of the way and go from 3-3 three and three after beating the Eagles going into the bye to finishing at 5-12 and 12 or 6-11, and 11, he would have made the quarterback change already. He would have made a quarterback change at halftime of the Chargers game. He would have made a quarterback change one of these weeks. He might have made a quarterback change in the fourth quarter of the Giants game. There have been plenty of opportunities to make a quarterback change. They've passed it up every single time because Robert Sala is being told to play this quarterback. And I believe that order is not coming from the general manager, but coming from the owner. Been open about that the last few weeks. I've seen nothing to change my mind, only to further enforce that thought. Robert Sala, Nathaniel Hackett, Joe Douglas, anybody else on the Jets staff or front office, you want a name? I don't believe they're all so collectively and individually stupid as to continue to run this kid out there and it be of their own accord. I do believe one person who has run the Jets mostly into the ground for the last 23 years is that stupid and has made in his run with the team exclusively terrible decisions and has interfered with personnel before. I do believe that person is stupid enough to put the team in this kind of position. Robert Sala is not making this decision to play Zach Wilson. Robert Sala knows when he goes up to Buffalo later today, the Jets are going to lose, and they're going to lose in part because for all of the flaws the Bills have, and right now their offense doesn't look as great as it has in years past. Josh Allen looks like he's banged up. Josh Allen has been a guy, even when he's playing at his best in his career, who occasionally makes poor decisions and turns the ball over. James Cook looks like he is trying to sometimes cough the ball up when he's running with it. There's friction between maybe Diggs and Allen. There's a lot going wrong in Buffalo right now. And the defense hasn't been the same dealing with a couple of injuries. And Robert Sala knows that he has one of the best defenses in the NFL. Robert Sala knows that he has a legitimate number one wide receiver and a legitimate star running back. And yes, there are pieces on the Jets offense that you'd either like to be better or you'd like for guys to be playing closer to what they have been in the rest of their careers. But Robert Sala knows that ultimately he has a quarterback who can't run a functioning NFL offense. There is no situation in which you could put Zach Wilson that makes him good. There are some maybe slightly better than others. This is a guy who has turned the ball over twice as many times as he scored. This is a guy who, with the game on the line, last week against the Vegas Raiders, stared at a wide receiver 
for a second and a half before throwing the ball over there. Might as well waved at Robert Spillane and said, hey, hey, 41's the mic, and by the way, I'm throwing the ball right here. Let's see if you can jump in front of it and make an interception. Oh, wow, you did. Good for you. Now you can be named AFC Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week, because Isaac Wilson am an idiot. This is a quarterback who is in year three, 30 starts in the NFL, and barely, if at all, looks better than he did in game one. In a year where you're watching C.J. Stroud coming to the Houston Texans, one of the worst teams in the NFL for years, with nothing around him on the roster, and a rookie head coach, and set the league on fire. And get himself firmly wedged into the MVP conversation. Robert Sala and the New York Jets know that they're wasting away this entire season. And now to be clear, once Aaron Rodgers went down, the dream of the Super Bowl was dead. I don't want to make it seem like I think the Jets ever had a chance to win anything serious or all that legitimate with Zach Wilson because that was never on the table. Even if they went out and got all these backups that have been discussed, the Josh Dobbs, Carson Wentz, Colt McCoy, I mean, you pick them, you name whoever. If you wanted them to get Jameis Winston or Gardner Minshew in the offseason, even though neither of those guys were going to end up here, even if the Jets wanted them, none of those quarterbacks were taking the Jets to the Super Bowl. But ending the longest playoff drought in the NFL was still possible with Zach Wilson under center. Even with how bad he is, it wasn't likely, but it was possible. And part of what made it possible was if he continued to be and proved himself to be one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, definitely the worst until Tommy DeVito came into our lives, then you would bench him for a Tim Boyle, who also is garbage, but is better than Zach Wilson. Or Trevor Simeon, who I detailed this when I did a show last week, quite literally has stepped into this role before and taken a team to the postseason where they went on to win the Super Bowl when a quarterback came back from an injury in the final weeks of the year. Which, again, I I can't imagine there being a team in almost the exact same situation as that where they just needed to be in the hunt and make the postseason and are hoping for a guy to come back in December or January and be able to lead them to the promised land. I mean, that doesn't sound like any other team out there to me. But the Jets with Zach Wilson, instead of going to Trevor Simeon, who would have won the Patriots game, even though he was, if they signed him that week and he had three days to learn the Jets' offense, would have won that game. The same way Josh Dobbs, and I know he's a genius, the aerospace engineer, and I get that. He's smarter than most of these other quarterbacks. I also remember when Baker Mayfield did it on two days of prep time with the Rams last year and beat the Raiders. I guess a little mini asterisk or not a full-on one, but like a footnote. He did that against a team that was coached by Josh McDaniels. But still, the Jets needed to score three times to beat the Patriots. They scored twice. Trevor Simeon gets that done like he's done most times he's been in the league as an NFL quarterback, sometimes with less talent around him. I know for a fact he wouldn't have needed Brian Dable to make a mistake 
and the Giants to give away a game a couple weeks ago. I know Simeon Boyle would have won that game. Really good chance they would have won the Chargers game. Definitely would have won the Raiders game. The Jets are staring down, what, 17, 18 hours from now, their season being over, completely dead, nothing to play for, no Aaron Rodgers dream, no hope, no nothing except, all right, let's see what they do in the offseason and how they come out week one in September of 2024. We're now less than a day from that being the reality they're facing. And I do believe that if this head coach was allowed to run the team the way he saw fit, someone other than Zach Wilson would be starting at 425 against the Bills. I believe if the general manager had absolutely full control over the roster, that either somebody who wasn't brought in and could have been brought in a couple of weeks ago or Trevor Simeon would be starting this game against the Buffalo Bills. But they're not, and that's why you get the sense from the Jets every time they speak publicly. Robert Sala is defeated. Robert Sala is miserable. Robert Sala is broken. But the one thing you don't get from Robert Sala, you don't sense at all, is fear. Because he's not scared. Because in his mind, and after a break, we'll do the other side of how this could backfire on him and maybe has backfired on coaches before and loop the Giants into the conversation as well. But right now, Robert Sala is sitting in a position of, well, this is awful and I'm miserable about it, but I'm going to put up with it because I'm going to be here next year. And the reason he thinks he's going to be here next year is because right now in this moment, by waving the white flag and continuing to trot out Zach Wilson, he's doing exactly what his boss wants. 877-337-6666. Take a break. Get it going with your calls on the Jets. Involve the Giants in this conversation as well. Plenty more to do with this show. We have a lot of baseball to get into over the next three and a half hours. Some basketball, some hockey. If you want to talk college football playoffs, I'm into that as well. A lot of interesting results on Saturday. Gearing up for a huge final weekend of the regular season and the conference uh, championship games. So much going on. A week 11 preview. But we begin with the Jets and Robert Sala being forced to play this inept quarterback, Zach Wilson, 877 337-6666. It's Fleegs on the fan. We're coming right back.